0: Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode Edward Furlong, Hold On Tight from 1992.
1: I'll be back. They know it's mission. But there's one thing they don't know. This time, there are two. Terminator 2. Hasta la vista,
0: baby. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Rated R. Starts Wednesday, July 3rd at a theater near you. Terminator 2 Judgment Day is a 1991 science fiction action film directed by James Cameron. With an estimated budget around $100 million, at the time, it was the most expensive film ever made. But that didn't matter. Making around $520 million at the box office, Terminator 2 became the highest grossing film of 1991. The film starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as The Terminator. Robert Patrick as T-1000, a shape-shifting Terminator made of liquid metal, the first computer-generated main character in a mainstream big-budget movie, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, and making his film debut as John Connor was a 13-year-old Edward Furlong.
1: Keep it under 65. We don't want to be pulled over. Affirmative. No, 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 no. You gotta listen to the way people talk. You don't say affirmative or some shit like that. You say, no problemo. And if someone comes off to you with an attitude, you say, eat me.
0: But this wasn't just Furlong's film debut. It was his overall acting debut. He actually had no intention of becoming an actor. He was discovered while simply being a kid in Southern California. Furlong talks about this in this interview from the Take Two Mark TV YouTube channel.
1: I was at the Boys Club and the Boys Club is like a place where there's a lot of video games and places to hang out for kids and there's a casting director, her name was Mally Finn, and she came over and she said, um, can I talk to you? And I go, uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, I don't know, <laughs> what did I do? And she goes, I'd like you to try out for Terminator 2. Well, it's me with my weird memory, <laughs> she writes down my name, my address and everything, and I'm on the way home with my with my aunt and uncle, Sean and Nancy. I said, guess what? I'm going to try it for a movie. They go, what movie? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 6, I think.
0: <laughs> Director James Cameron thought that the other candidates to play John Connor were overexposed or came from advertising where they were trained to be too smiley. In a 2021 interview with The TheRinger.com, Cameron said of Furlong, quote, there was a pain, there was a surliness. There was an intelligence. It was all there. What you see in the movie was all there. It was just a question of pulling it out. The credit totally goes to Mally. End quote. Terminator 2 was also a huge hit with critics, as was Furlong. At the 1992 Saturn Awards, Furlong won Best Performance by a Younger Actor, in addition to winning Best Breakthrough Performance at the 1992 MTV Movie Awards. So kenka Sas-sato-sero-baby. Around this same time, over in Japan, American music was booming in sales. Japan was now the second largest music market in the world after the U.S. What led to this boom? Marketing. Many of the hit songs in Japan were coming from TV commercials or were TV show theme songs. A huge part of the music scene in Japan was what they call idols, taking young American film stars and turning them into pop stars, whether or not they could even sing. In an interview with the LA Times in 1995, Japanese journalist Yukiko Nakajima said, quote, It doesn't make a difference how well they sing. It's not about singing. It's about image. It's an independent form of art, the art of celebrity, End quote. The man behind much of this success was a New Yorker, now living in California, Joey Carbone. He started his music career playing keyboards for artists like Cher, Elton John, The Righteous Brothers, Rick James, Rod Stewart, Bette Midler, among many others. For nine years, he was the musical director for Star Search. He even wrote its theme song... And on a personal note, he also wrote my favorite TV theme song ever.
1: This is the theme to Gary Show. The theme to Gary Show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary Show?
0: But now, Carbone was specializing in turning teenage American film stars into Japanese idols. And right around the same time, Edward Furlong appeared in a series of ads for Hot Noodle.
1: <sighs>
0: so, Edward Furlong would record an album with Joey Carbone. And on October 21, 1992, Edward Furlong released Hold On Tight on Canyon International.
1: And if you want to shine them on, it's hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby.
0: The album begins with Right For Me. I give her- The following is from the 1995 LA Times piece on Joey Carbone, titled Made in the USA Joey Carbone Packages Acts the Japanese Love. His Secret? Think Cute. Written by John D. Markman. Working closely with Carbone in priming the Asian pop star machinery in LA are Japanese journalist Yukiko Nakajima, West Coast editor for the glossy Japanese fanzine Roadshow, and fashion photographer slash music promoter. Michael O'Connor. Nakajima and O'Connor comb recent motion pictures for cute kids who aren't yet established stars. Nakajima writes about them for Roadshow, and O'Connor shoots their pictures. If the article generates a strong response from teen readers in Japan, O'Connor approaches their managers about making a record. Carbone then steps up to compose and produce the songs, and Roadshow handles their promotional tours. Carbone co wrote the majority of the album's tracks with Dennis Belfield, who also plays bass on the album. Dennis Belfield's career dates back to the 70s, and he's written and recorded with artists like Chris Christopherson, Kenny Rogers, Barry Manilow, Belinda Carlisle, Neil Young, and Ringo Starr, among others. a list of session musicians on this album, so I'm going to go in sections here. Just the list of people who sang backing vocals is pretty impressive. First, we have Gary Falcone, who's recorded with artists like Janet Jackson, Barry Manilow, Aaron Neville, and Celine Dion. There's also Joe Pizzullo, best known as the male singing voice on Sergio Mendez's 1982 hit... Also on backing vocals, there's Bill Champlin and Jason Schiff, both members of the band Chicago, Joseph Williams, the son of legendary composer John Williams, and lead singer of Toto on three different occasions. Plus, he also sang this classic cartoon theme song. There's also Kip Lennon. I've talked about him on the show before. He appeared in a season three episode of The Simpsons when Michael Jackson guest starred and did his speaking parts, but due to contractual obligations with the record company, Kip Lennon provided the singing.
1: Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. Lisa.
0: Side A closes with When the Sun Goes Down.
1: I want to
0: Kicking off Side B is I'll Be Waiting, which was also released as a single. Album's other single, its lead single, is "Hold On Tight." Here on the album, it's listed as "Hold On Tight parentheses, (Special Album Version)." I believe the version released as a single is about a minute shorter. According to the L.A. Times article, the single held the number one position in Japan among foreign artists for 12 weeks in 1992. In a 1993 interview with Morning Call, Edward Furlong said of his Japanese success, "Quote." It's pretty amazing. I can't walk around by myself over there. I could get mobbed. It's scary when you look up and there's like a wave of people coming at you. I've gotten chased. One time, I was chased through the subway system. Here, I can go into a McDonald's and not even get recognized. End quote. The album has one cover song, People Are Strange, originally recorded and released by The Doors in 1967. Their version peaked at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100. In interviews around the time of Furlong's album release, he called The Doors one of his favorite bands. People are strange when- Other session players on the album include Frankie Banali and Art Wood sharing drumming duties. Between the two of them, they've worked with Bette Midler, Michael Penn, Quiet Riot, and Steppenwolf. On guitar is Craig Goldie, who played in Dio, as well as Danny Jacob, who would later go on to be a three time Emmy nominated composer and scored the Disney animated series Phineas and Ferb. The album closes with It's Christmas Time.
1: Look out my window, the snow is falling.
0: The album would go gold in Japan. It was only ever released on CD there, but it got a vinyl release in South Korea and a cassette release in Indonesia. It was never released in the United States. In his 1993 interview with The Morning Call, Furlong said, quote, I don't usually like to talk about the Japan album because I'm really an awful singer. I tried my best, but I'm just awful. That's the way it goes. And Japanese music has this whole different sound. End quote. He also points out that he's not the only actor who'd done an album for Japan. And he's right. He wasn't even the first. Back in 1989, Joey Carbone worked on an album with another teen who had starred in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Alyssa Milano. But that is for another time. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums@gmail.com. at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.